I'm Hermione and I am a wife, a mother of three. I run a business, I am an avid runner and I'm also a founder of a charity. Hello and welcome to Daughter Shine. I'm Monique Thomas and with the help of some special friends, this podcast is here to inspire and encourage you to live the life you're made for. Against the grain of the pressures to be perfect and have it all together, I'm interviewing women who have found purpose and strength on the other side of some of their greatest challenges and weaknesses. I hope their stories inspire and empower you to face the challenges in your own life and to allow the light of God's glory to shine through you more powerfully than ever. Ladies, I want you to know that your shining is not dependent upon your circumstances, nor is it dependent upon the opinions of others. We've been given the power to shine whenever and wherever we are. Hello and welcome back to the Daughter Shine podcast. Um, This week we've got a great interview with a friend of mine called Hermione Oakley. She's a mum of three, she's a businesswoman, she's got her own charity and she's an avid runner. Hermione is speaking to us about a lot of different things but I've called this episode Living With Conviction because that's what she does so well. And I think you'll agree with me when you hear what she has to share with us. So pluck up your ears and open your heart. And maybe there's something in here for you that will help you to shine and live with a greater sense of purpose. It started from my business, luxury baby business that I run. Um, I saw the overflow of what people had. And I also saw the need that was in Manchester. I had a friend that worked in a charity in Manchester and asked me one day, did I have a Moses basket? I said, I don't, but I can get you one. Um, I went out, it was already a dream of mine. I went out and I just put on my business page if any of my clients had a Moses basket. And um, I had so many answers back. I have my Moses basket, I have this, do you need anything else? And from there, I went back to my friend with it and she says, I don't know what you're waiting for, you just need to do it. because I didn't feel like I was prepared to start, even though it was a dream of mine. She said, you just need to do it. So I did, and it's Bubbly Baby Bank, and I pass on pre-loved items of clothing to people in need in Manchester, baby equipment, baby stuff. So within Bubbly Studios, it has grown to that now. It started as just photography, but we do photography, um, baby casting, baby showers, and now we're doing the charity through it as well. The business, no, that definitely wasn't something that I had ever envisioned. Um, it wasn't what I went to university for. Um, but I had envisioned that I would be doing something. Um, I knew I knew I had the capability to do something. I never had a dream job that I went to uni for or that I dreamed that I would be. Um, but I knew that I would do something. Um, but I didn't know what that looked like. It just coincided with the fact that I had a baby at university, so my I got my degree and kind of careered that way, um, and that's where it grew from. But um, I always envisioned being a mum, and my yearbook at secondary school, actually, at 16, we did a yearbook and it said, where do you see yourself in 10 years' time? And mine was married with children, and everybody else's was travelling the world, this job, that job, and mine was just married with children and that's what I was. 
myself and my husband met at university and I was studying um, fashion styling and image making at the time. So I loved imagery, that's what I loved. I loved magazines, actually I, that's what my sort of, where I thought I maybe would have gone down, like sort of picture desks, magazines, images, that sort of stuff. Um, but as I, as I mentioned before, we'd had my son at university in my final year. So when I finished, my dreams were sort of a job and going to London and getting that, that was over. And I was, um, Gabriel was um, eight weeks old when I graduated. So I just took some time out to like bring him up. But actually we just stuck, my husband did photography at uni. And obviously I was doing photography as well within the styling course. And we just started taking pictures of um, Gabriel. Literally that's how it started. Back in the day when um, Facebook wasn't really like an advertising business thing. It wasn't really around business pages and all of that, so we were just uploading to our normal pages and we just started getting people asking to take pictures of their children and our first client was based in London and we used to travel and yeah, that's how it grew. Completely organically, we didn't try at all. It's not what we ever set out to do. Looking back now, I am so proud of myself. I am so proud of myself and I can say that now, but at the time, I had no idea. It wasn't that I wasn't proud of myself. It's just something I did and I just remember my tutor saying to me in my final year when I came back and I was already 16 weeks pregnant and she said to me, I think you should defer, you know, I was like, I haven't done three years of a four year degree to like defer in my last year. I was like, I just can't, I can't come back. We didn't have any family support um, here in Manchester at all. So the idea of coming back with a one year old to uni was just, I just couldn't do that. So I thought it'd actually be easier to be pregnant through most of the year, give birth and then continue on. Um, so I guess I, I sort of shelved it probably, I was pregnant through uni and just got my head down and carried on and sort of shelved what was happening and I think that actually helped me because I had no time to think about, oh I'm having a baby or um, what's that going to look like or how am I going to cope with this or how am I going to deal with it because I needed to get my degree. So I think looking back now that actually really, really helped me. Um, and also I was young and didn't know anyone that had a baby and there was no one around me that had babies. So again, I think that helped because I had no, I had zero expectation of me being a mum and what I should and shouldn't be doing. So I sort of went into it with zero expectation and I think that really, really helped me. What really struck a chord with me was when my mum turned 60, we all did her a little voice note as to three favourite things about her. And my brother's, one of his favourite things, anything he could have said was that my mum was there to pick him up and drop him to school. And that was one of his favourite things. And I was like, oh, like that was like, yeah, I want to do that. I want to be there to pick my kids up from school. So I, there's not much I, I want to miss. I'm, I want to... I want to do it all. So they come on the journey with us and they always have. Um, we do everything with them. <laughs> but I do find my own time as well, uh, and that is running. So, um, yeah, it's, it's we're strict. Um, you know, there's boundaries. Uh, always has been from the offset. I don't cook two meals, there's one meal that goes, and if you don't eat it, you go hungry. It's as simple <laughs> as that. Like, yeah, it's. I'm quite strict, I think but in a good way, I want relationship with them. I want relationship. I think I was brought up and strict, but I want relationship and connection massively. So that is my prayer. That is my daily prayer that I write out every day. I don't want, I want 
connection with my children and, and that's what I try on every level to try and get so we bring them on the journey with them so that they're doing it with us and they're there with us so that's what I've got on that there's loads it's a big one it's a big topic isn't it and I know people have their ways of doing things when I'd had a thought about what authenticity was um, I feel like for me it's been that I I am an open book and I always have been always um, it's just my character and who I've been as a child through to teens into adults I can see it the whole way through I've been able to be read so easily because I just I say what I feel and even if I can't help it and I don't want to I yeah I just am who I am and I think that is what it is to me and I'm learning to embrace it more as I'm older because when I was younger maybe I felt shame for some of the things or um, I got into trouble because I was so open but now as I'm older I guess I'm just embracing that it's actually just me and it's my authenticity is that I'm just I'm open sometimes I, I have a loud laugh I laugh really loud and I used to always be like I can hear you in another room or you no, mine is there when you walk into a place and I used to feel really bad about it but it's just it's who I am and sometimes I say more than I should but I'm comfortable saying it so I think that's what it is for me just allowing yourself to be you and just be open and vulnerable like I can be vulnerable I talk about vulnerable subjects all the time I'm just I don't care now I just don't care <laughs> So being open as a child and getting myself into trouble. I'm talking about adolescent years, teenage stuff, whereas like I wasn't able to hide things. Things came out and I just spoke to my mum openly about them, even if, and it did get me into trouble. Um, but I have really good relationships out of that because there is so much honesty and there's no dishonesty. And I tell my friends how, how things are growing up and sometimes I had to learn to rein that in and um, now I feel like I'm able to be me in that and be okay with it um, sometimes I'm sure my husband cringes a little bit sometimes I overshare but again I'm comfortable to do that like I'm vulnerable in my situation I'm happy to tell my story um, and I think because I'm now proud that's probably why because I'm now proud of everything I've gone through so yeah I really hope that through my through my journey and through my struggles, and there have been a lot, there has been a lot of shame, there's been a lot of struggle, there's been a lot of pain, and I really hope that through my journey, that and as I've come out and going through it, that I can help others in that situation. So the hopes and dreams that I have for my future, really, I really hope that I can just even if I don't specifically go into that topic, I can just, I can say it, because I, I am open, as I've said, I can just tell people my journey, and I just hope that that will help people in situations that they're going through as well. So whether they are, you know, have a pregnancy outside of marriage, or when they're young, or at university, or, um, you know, they have marriage counselling, their first year of marriage, or, um, you know, they, they fail at some of their business, you know, whatever it is, I really hope that I can say, just keep going, you know, keep going, like li like deal with it and keep going. And that's, I guess, what I, I guess through the charity, 
through my work, I'm just hoping that it's it's just a help. It's a help for people. My contribution, my small contribution to the world. <laughs> uh, there are some areas that I'm shining, and actually, interesting enough, the areas. I think in myself, again, I've said that for the third time, that I'm proud of, that that's where I'm shining. And whether, you, you know, sometimes you get yourself down a little bit, but on the whole, I feel like there's areas, I guess, that I'm, that I'm proud to have come through and I'm doing, that I'm, you know, coming into my 11th year of marriage, that, I, you know, my son's 10, I've got three kids, just things that I've done, the business is at where it's at. I guess that's where I feel like I'm shining, and just in my personal growth of what I've come through, I feel like that's shining. I really struggle to ask for help, really struggle with it. Um, I'm a doer, um, we, we have a joke about it in my family, in my extended family, I am a doer and I get stuff done. <laughs> um, so I really struggle to ask for help in any area and I think if I could just learn to ask for help. Um, I think that I would progress. I think that stops me from shining because there's so much I want to do. And sometimes I feel like I'm not a very good leader. I'm not very good at managing. And it's something that I'm totally aware of and I want to be able to do because I just feel like I can do it, always do it my, better myself. So I just do it. But therefore it slows me down and actually you get overwhelmed and run down. So I just think, yeah, I just really need to learn to help and I think that will help me shine. A big one for me is my faith. It's undeniable for me. I have, as I've said before, uh, an open book. That's because I live with strong conviction and sometimes I feel that I not always have lived with strong conviction so I've never been able to um, shake that. And I think that everybody does. It's just tuning in to listen to it and People might call it their, their gut feeling. Um, for me, that's my conviction. And I've always lived with it, and I live by that principle. Um, so a lot of the things that I've gone through has been because of that gut, because of that strong conviction I've got. And I know that that, you know, and I've always gone with that, and it's helped me. So that would be one principle I've had, is living un not under conviction, but living by conviction. Because under is where I had my shame, and that was hard. But living by conviction was actually, okay, this is God speaking, and I need to move with it. And that is, that's changed, living by it. You've got to let go of your expectations. You just, you've got to, like, don't read too much. <laughs> like, don't look into it too much. Um, actually, you've got to go, you were, you were made to do what you're going to do. Like, I was made to be a mum. I was made to be it, I'm natural, it came, I didn't read, I didn't look into it and I didn't ask questions. I did it and I loved it because I had no expectations, zero. And I think you've got to, you've got to do that. I've been working through letting go of expectations of other people uh, that I've had th for years and I've actually been working through letting go of those and actually as I properly learn to let go of my expectations of other people I'm just finding it so much more freeing and enabling in my life, I guess. I feel totally fine to have expectation on God because I'm like, it's in your words, so come on, my expectation is there and I'm waiting. And sometimes I talk to God with expectation, like it's a promise, you, you know, you don't miss on your promises. 
but actually my expectation was on uh, friends and family and that was putting an unintentional guard up that I really struggled to get past and actually I just had to have not just a little word of myself, a big word of myself on numerous occasions, like just lower those expectations, just stop, like it's their life, not mine, and they get to live it how they want, and that has been really freeing in my relationships, so yeah, it's working on that one. I feel, I guess looking back at my former self, my teenage girl who had written where they wanted to be, and, I, and I'm there, um, that for me has been successful, but I have so much more that are in my dreams and in my vision. And right now, yeah, it's, the how is bigger than the know-how. My how, 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 how is just an often question. So my, my success is hard to measure at the moment because I don't feel like I've hit my success in terms of loads of hopes, visions and goals, but I know that I will. And I think that is part of measuring my success because I just know, even though the know-how, I have no idea. Um, but successful, I am. I feel very much successful in how I have already lived. So that's great. But there is just so much more, and so to measure that is is tough. I think. I think you're proud of yourself. It's been a success, so...